This is West Virginia Morning. I'm Teresa Wills. Drug and alcohol abuse has torn West Virginia families apart and separated parents from their children. But a recent family court graduation shows how a community can come together to change that. Everybody here was just willing to work with you one-on-one like and get you to the, you know, whatever it took to get you your child back quicker. Like it's really done a lot of good. That story and more coming up this West Virginia morning. Both of West Virginia's U.S. Senators voted against giving railroad workers seven days of paid sick leave. Curtis Tate has more. U.S. Senators Joe Manchin and Shelley Moore Capito voted against paid sick leave for railroad workers on Thursday. It did not get the 60 votes it needed for approval in the chamber. That means Congress will order railroad workers to accept a contract negotiated by labor leaders and the White House. The contract does not include the paid sick days they sought. Speaking with West Virginia reporters earlier Thursday, Capito said she understands where the workers are coming from. And so I think their voices do need to be heard. But I don't think that it's the Senate's role or the Congress's role to negotiate these contracts. Capito said labor leaders should negotiate the terms directly with the railroad companies. Some Republicans joined most Democrats to vote in favor of paid sick leave. Manchin was the only Democrat to vote no. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Curtis Tate in Charleston. West Virginia's legislative supermajority got one seat bigger Thursday with a senator switching parties. Randy Yowie has more. Senator Glenn Jeffries, elected as a Democrat from Putnam County, has changed his party affiliation. Jeffries is now a Republican from Putnam County. The switch has Republicans now occupying 31 of the 34 Senate seats. In 2021, Jeffries wrote a letter to Berkshire Hathaway Chairman Warren Buffett inviting him to West Virginia. That letter led to a half-billion-dollar Berkshire Hathaway economic development project underway in Jackson County. Jeffrey said he will continue his bipartisan pledge, but he thinks he can push his policy issues through better as a Republican. I believe with some of the momentum that I've got going, you know, with economic development and stuff that I've been involved with, I believe that making this move will help me be more effective. Jeffrey's party switch leaves Putnam County with an entirely Republican legislative delegation. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Randy Yowie in Charleston. The USA Diving Winter National Championships are coming to Morgantown this month, attracting the best springboard and platform divers around the country. Shepard Snyder has more. USA Diving is recognized by the United States Olympic Committee as the governing body of the sport in the country. The more than 100 athletes will compete in 1-meter, 3-meter, and 10-meter competitions. Officials like USA Diving President Lee Michaud gathered during a roundtable Thursday to talk about the importance of a national event coming to Morgantown. We've got eight Olympians, we've got several world champions, we've got people who are up-and-comers and people who are already arrived that are coming here to, to show off what they've been training for. The event is set for December 14th through December 18th at the Milan Park Aquatic Center. Links to information and tickets are available at wvpublic.org. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Shepard Snyder in Martinsburg. Millions of federal dollars are coming to the state to help improve water safety and service. Chris Schultz has more. Three projects will receive close to $10 million from the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Rural Development Water and Waste Disposal Loans and Grants Program. 
Mason County Public Service District will receive more than $5 million in grants and nearly $3 million in loans to make sewer system improvements throughout Mason County. The Adrian Public Service District will receive close to $2 million to construct 10 waterline extensions in unserved areas of the district and Randolph County, as well as upgrade the existing distribution system. The remaining $30,000 will go to the town of Tunnelton to make permanent repairs to the town's sewer collection system. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Chris Schultz in Morgantown. Ten parents in Nicholas County celebrated a big milestone in their sobriety as they've been reunited with their children. Amelia Nicely reports. We did it, and you did it. It was a packed courtroom in Nicholas County Thursday as 10 parents graduated from the county's Family Treatment Court program. It's an innovative program amid the state's foster care crisis and drug epidemic. Stephanie Smith is the case coordinator for the Family Treatment Court. With Nicholas County, I feel like it's been pretty consistent across the board um, that that meth is a huge problem. It's just been really unfortunate that over the last year or two, we've started to see more of the heroin and fentanyl coming in um, on top of that. Under the program, parents who have completed substance use disorder treatment and other requirements are reunited with their children after being involved in the child welfare system. It's kind of the people who have that drug problem and come into these cases and make admission like, hey, this is something that was not right and I need to improve on it. They also have to be willing. That's kind of the biggest part. Nearly 30 people are involved in running the program, including child protective services workers and employees with the local school system. One of the program's goals is to minimize the time kids spent in foster care, as West Virginia has the highest rate in the country of kids coming into foster care. This graduation Thursday meant 20 children were reunified with their parents, and many of the kids were in the courtroom for the ceremony. 27-year-old Allie Carpenter is one of the graduates. She has been drug and alcohol-free for 275 days with the program. After finding housing and a job and completing the program's other requirements, she was reunited with her 11-month-old son. Everybody here was just willing to work with you one-on-one like and get you to the, you know, whatever it took to get you your child back quicker. Like it's really done a lot of good put a lot of children back in the homes with parents that really wanted them. Nicholas County is the fifth county in the state selected by the state Supreme Court to run a grant-funded family treatment court program. Judge Stephen Callahan fought to bring the program to his county, and since its launch in 2020, it now has 39 graduates and has reunited 63 children with their parents. Former graduates attended the graduation as well. We do it because of what you just saw out of the courtroom. Yeah. And I'm proud to say that... uh, We're one county and one judge, and at times this fall, we have had the largest family treatment court in the state. Callahan said it's a community-wide effort to run the program, including finding housing, furniture, treatment, and jobs for participants. A local business owner who has employed several of the program participants attended the graduation. And it's so easy to get people involved. All you have to do is say, do you want to try to help people and families affected by drugs? And who would say no to that? So since being in the program, Carpenter had a big smile as she held her son in the courtroom for her graduation, and he was very interested in being a part of our interview and playing with my microphone. Honestly, Uh he's very strong and he's very sassy today. She said the program has provided her with good friends and an ongoing support system as she begins community college next month. I'm going to be a vet tech and then hopefully eventually become a vet. 
For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Amelia Nicely in Somersville. This is West Virginia Morning. I'm Teresa Wills. It's 752. Becoming mostly sunny and breezy today, highs in the 50s. Chance of rain tonight with lows in the 30s and 40s. Scattered rain tomorrow with highs in the 50s. Partly sunny on Sunday with high temperatures in the 40s. Support for WVPB is provided by Wells Home Furnishings featuring Stickley Furniture, handcrafted mission-style solid wood and fine upholstery and leather furnishings, made in the USA since 1900. WellsHome.com This week's archive special of Mountain Stage was recorded in October 2017 at the Clay Center for the Arts and Sciences in Charleston. Our Song of the Week comes to us from one of Australia's preeminent songwriters, Paul Kelly. It's been said that Kelly's songs, quote, dig deep into Australia, how it feels, looks, tastes, and sounds. Here's his performance of Rising Moon from his 2017 performance on Mountain Stage. We left the others in the fading light Walked up that old road on a warm summer night You said let's go high There's a good chance that soon We'll get to see A rising moon When we reached the quarry We could feel the breeze We stood there a moment Searching the trees Then suddenly
That was Paul Kelly performing Rising Moon on the Mountain Stage. To hear the full performance and more, tune in Saturdays at 6 and Sundays at noon right here on West Virginia Public Broadcasting. West Virginia Morning is a production of West Virginia Public Broadcasting, which is solely responsible for its content. You can keep up with the latest West Virginia news throughout the day on our website, wvpublic.org. Support for our news bureaus comes from West Virginia University, Concord University, and Shepherd University. Appalachia Health News is a project of West Virginia Public Broadcasting with support from Charleston Area Medical Center and Marshall Health. West Virginia Morning is produced with help from Amelia Nicely, Bill Lynch, Caroline McGregor, Curtis Tate, Chris Schultz, Eric Douglas, Jessica Lilly, Liz McCormick, Randy Yowie, and Shepard Snyder. Eric Douglas is our news director, and he produced today's show. I'm your host, Teresa Wills. This is West Virginia Morning.